Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Hello there, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are, whoever you are, etc., etc. This show could go right off the rails at any moment. Not in a good way either. In a bad way. You know how when you look at something funny that's not supposed to be funny, that's actually sad, and you say, man, that's a train wreck. But then you look at an actual train wreck with, like, people bleeding out, dead children and stuff. Might be one of those train wrecks. Might not be good. Anyway, welcome to the show. Skull! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. I am Boogie Bumper, your host, hopefully for the next hour or so. We'll see how we go. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Hope you had a lovely weekend, because I certainly did. I had a tremendous weekend. I had a tremendous weekend in one sense, that it was very relaxing, very chilled. Uh, didn't get up to much. Just chilled at home, patted the dog. She loves a good pat, that dog. Could spend all day patting that dog. So that was good. Um, the downside of it was... Here's the thing. Let me open the kimono straight off the bat for you. Thank you so much for joining us. And like I said, this might not be the kind of show that you want to share out because this could be a dumpster fire. Um, I'm very tired and like my sleep patterns have been all over the place lately. And as well as that, we also had a daylight savings adjustment over the weekend. So I'm getting up hours earlier and staying up uh, an hour later so this is like now this is now my bedtime now so <laughs> I'm sure I'll adjust and I'm sure you didn't tune in to hear me whinge about some strange rule that we have to save daylight like people want to save the earth fair enough what the fuck are we saving daylight for the, the sun is going to be around for hundreds of millions of years it doesn't need saving we do we need saving didn't you hear Greta I, I really don't understand it. And then people are like, whoa, I love the extra hour of sunlight in the summer. And it's like, yeah, but you don't go outside. Nobody's outside anymore. Kids don't go outside. You don't go outside. What the fuck is the difference? Who cares? <laughs> I, I'm thinking about moving to somewhere near the Arctic Circle where it's like darkness for eight months of the year. And it's like, where, where is your daylight saving now, huh? fat lot of good it's going to do you up here just to rub it in just to show people that I don't care about their stupid daylight savings daylight savings is for farmers but not needed now no farmers don't even need it they'll adjust chickens will adjust cows will adjust the cows the cows and the chickens and the other farm animals existed for millennia before we had clocks that we had to change twice a year you know what I mean once upon a time, the farmers got up with the sun just like the chickens did. But now, all of a sudden, oh, the precious chickens need to sleep in for an hour. Fuck off. <laughs> I thought we were on top of the food chain. I thought we were running this planet. Not the animals. God help us all. So, could be a dumpster fire. On top of that, 
I've been looking for... <laughs> Grandma Linda's like, oh, crap, I just shared. Uh, well, lesson learned. You know, you'll know better next time not to share the show out. Wink, wink. Nobody shares this show out. That's fine. I wouldn't either if I was, if I was involved with it in any way, shape, or form. Um, on top of that, it's just whistleblower stuff constantly. Like from one from from morning till night, whenever the hell night ends now, which is sometime at like nine o'clock at night, when most people should be in bed. That's apparently when the sun's supposed to go down for the chickens or something. So we've got that going on. And here's the thing, like, I I do try on this show, you know what I mean? But not, I could probably try a little harder, <laughs> to be fair. But I thought, well, if I can't be informative, then I should at least try to be entertaining. And then if I can't be entertaining, then I should at least try to do something that other people aren't doing. Or at least not repeat the same stories that everybody else repeats, right? And this whistleblower thing, man, after two weeks of it, I'm like, oh, oh, enough. Because it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And seriously, you jump on the YouTube pages of like CNN or MSNBC, you check the pages like the Washington Post, New York Times, that's all anybody wants to talk about. So I had a prick of a time trying to find stuff to get around it. I do have one clip that I have to talk about in regards to the impeachment fiasco. In re- in regards to the Ukraine. In regards to the whistleblower. And we will get to that because it's just too funny. Couldn't leave it on the cutting room floor. But before we do, uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. And with, and with that endorsement, how could you not become a supporter? <laughs> With that glowing endorsement. I need to support this show. Have you heard the show about the guy who complains about daylight savings for 10 minutes? Man, can't miss it. It's fucking awesome, bro. It's the best. If you'd like to become a supporter of that show, uh, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to get up an hour earlier, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogie bumper. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? With one of our personal favourites on the show. It is, of course, this guy. Lemon tree, very pretty, and lemon flowery sweet. But the fruit of the poor is impossible to eat. Lemon tree, very pretty, and lemon flowery sweet. But the fruit of the poor I know it's cheesy to have segments, but I will never get sick of that. <laughs> I'm going to be playing that for the rest of my life. But I don't even care. The cheesier it is, the better. So let's get into this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a lot has been spoken about, as we said, you know, in regards to the whistleblower and in regards to Ukraine. But nobody's really focusing on solutions. And if we're anything on this show, we're about solutions. People can talk about problems. People can express themselves about what they don't like, what they see is wrong with the world. But here on this show and on Don Lemon's show, we are focused 100% on the future and the potential solutions to problems that are plaguing us here in the modern world. Very serious, solemn discussions about what might take place in the future. And this one kind of slipped through the net a little bit because everybody was talking about the Ukraine. This one kind of got by. 
But Don Lemon and his producers did the job. They picked up the slack and they're here to draw attention to this potential solution to a a problem that has been plaguing the southern border of the United States for decades and decades. Just when you think you've heard it all, there is this. In fact, (laughs) when I read this tonight, (laughs) I honestly... if you want to get if you want to get absolutely shit faced, we can play a little drinking game here. Uh, I want you to take a drink every time uh, Don Lemon does an exaggerated dramatic pause in between. You know, there are many things. Sometimes, when you think you've seen it all, something else comes up. Out of the White House. And just like that, it got worse. If you want to get shit-faced, drink every time he does one of these in the next two minutes. <laughs> I thought this was the craziest thing that I had ever heard, especially coming from There's the one. President. There's one. <laughs> this is what the New York Times is reporting. Okay, think, listen. I think I need a little ding. I need a little ding sound effect. Ding! <laughs> You should already be two drinks in by now. Closely. And it's based on interviews. The New York Times is based on interviews. It's based on interviews with more than a dozen White House and administration officials directly involved. Okay? Okay. That last March, Mm -hmm. when the president was was considering shutting down the border and outraged at not being able to deliver on his signature campaign promise, Mm -hmm. remember, build the wall. Yeah. Yeah, we remember. Well, the president suggested shooting migrants in the legs to slow them down. (laughs) Not many people were talking about this last week. I wish they were. We could have used a break in all of the Ukraine story stuff. I'm I'm already excited. I'm giddy. You know, why don't we just shoot? Why don't we just shoot them in the legs? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not some kind of a fucking monster. All right. It's going to be very humane. There's very good doctors on the border. I know because I signed the checks. We got very good doctors on the border. Just aim below the knees, fellas. Okay. We just want to slow them down. We don't want to kill them. We just want to slow them down. So they have to crawl. And that way, if they're crawling, the ice guys, we can lay off at least half of the Border Patrol agents. Because then we can just go around and kind of scoop them up. We'll put a big uh, bulldozer on the front of the truck there. And we'll just scoop them up into a bucket like a front-end loader. Because if they ain't running, then they're not going to be hard to catch. Like Donald Trump solutions. <laughs> Finish the chat's like, finally some solutions. I know, all right? We're getting there. That's not the, you got to hear the rest. Here's the rest. Here's the rest. Privately, the president had often talked about fortifying (laughs) a border wall with a water-filled trench. That's, that's called a moat. (laughs) (laughs) See, if you shoot them in the legs and you've got a moat... Then I mean, there's no stopping you, right? Or there's no well, there's stopping them. There's no stopping you. They're not coming in. If they can't walk and they have to swim at the same time, I mean, this is gold stuff. This is gold. Stopped 
with snakes <laughs> or alligators <laughs> prompting aides to seek a cost, cost <laughs> estimate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. We're going to build a wall. It's going to be a beautiful wall. But not only are we going to build a wall, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to dig like a, a 20, it's going to be 10 foot high and 30 feet deep. And we're going to fill it up with water, some of that disgusting water. We're going to ship it in from Honduras so the people have to go across the Honduran border again. And then we're going to fill it with snakes and alligators, okay? And if that doesn't work, then I want you to go around and just shoot them in the legs, all right? Just in case, just in case they get over the wall, fall into the trench get past the snakes, get past the alligators, then we shoot them in the legs and then we take them back over the wall. Okay? Now stop laughing. I don't know why you're laughing, Mike. Mike's laughing. He thinks it's funny. This is no joke. The border security is a very serious matter. So, Mike, I want you to do some costings on this because I don't want any of those expensive snakes. I don't. You don't need to ship the ones out from Australia, you know, the ones that can kill you when they bite you. Just looking at the snakes will be scary enough, okay? We don't need actual, real, venomous snakes. They're too expensive. And they don't worry about the alligators. Get, get us some crocodiles. They're a lot bigger. They're a lot more mean looking. And I think there's more of them, so we'll get some crocodiles and some sea snakes. <laughs> Ring that up. How much is that going to be? <laughs> this is unbelievable. How did this get true? <clears throat> how didn't how how wasn't this more of a story? Why is it Don Lemon? Why is Don Lemon the only one that was talking about this last week? I feel like I was robbed. <laughs> Dramatic. He pause. wanted the wall electrified <laughs> with spikes on top. Yeah, spikes on top that could pierce human flesh. <laughs> He wanted the wall with spikes on top that could pierce human flesh. <laughs> Not only that, he also wanted alligators and snakes in a trench filled with water. And he wanted them to shoot them in the legs. Oh my God. After publicly suggesting that soldiers shoot migrants if they threw rocks. In the legs though, in the legs to be fair. <laughs> like not shoot to kill, shoot to wound. <laughs> shoot to incapacitate, but not killed. Pierce human flesh, exactly. <laughs> The choice of words is just fantastic, isn't it? I want some of those big spikes, you know, those big rusty spikes. And I, I don't want the kind of spikes that'll just give you a little scratch. That you need a tetanus shot. No, I want the kind of sky, spikes that you impale people on. You know, the kind that pierces human flesh. I don't think Donald Trump said that. I wish he did, but I don't think he did. The president backed off when his staff told him 
That was illegal. That was but illegal. Later, but later, in a meeting, <laughs> aides recalled he suggested that they shoot migrants in the legs yeah. to slow them down. <laughs> That's not allowed either, oh, they told him. We can't have any fun around here. Don Don seems very happy with himself, very pleased with himself. Look at that. That's a that's a grin right there. Yeah, Don. You're not allowed to pierce human flesh. You're not allowed to fill a moat with alligators and snakes, you idiot. No, you can't shoot them in the legs. That's not allowed. What the hell is going on here? I thought I was the president. You're not the president. I can do whatever the fuck I want with these people, all right? Let's <laughs> shoot them in the legs and slow them down. Dramatic pause. Extra long Again. dramatic pause. Sounds Another hard one. to believe, doesn't it? Another one. No, not really. Did Dr. Evil come up with that? <laughs> we reached out to the White House for a response. One million migrants. Broke. But I got to tell you, it sounds crazy. <laughs> I got to tell you, it sounds crazy. I tell you. <laughs> sounds crazy, right? Shoot them in the legs to slow them down. Crazy, right? But just remember this, okay? A month before he even said all of this, we reported on this. Remember, the president tweeted out a picture yep. of what he wanted. Oh, his- there's the spice. <laughs> Evidence, ladies and gentlemen. Evidence of Dr. Evil Trump in the White House with his spiked wall. The kind of wall that would pierce human flesh. He tweeted, he tweeted out blueprints. <laughs> there's no hiding it now, Mr. Trump. There's no hiding it now. We know that you want to pierce the human flesh of the migrants. We know that you want to feed them to alligators and snakes. We know that you want to shoot them in the legs to slow them down. We got you now. We got him. We got him, folks. Barrier to look like, including spiked steel slats. (laughs) Seriously, Mr. Why should they be easy to get over? I don't understand the problem here. Why should you make them flat on the top? I mean, it's like it's like you put spikes on the guttering to make sure the birds don't sit up there and shit. So you know you don't want you don't want the migrants sitting up on the fence and shitting all over your country either. You got to put some spikes up there. Got to make it tough. Come on, it's got to be a sport. You got to have some sport about it. It's not illegally crossing into another country isn't supposed to be easy. At least with the moat and the alligators, I mean, it gives Border Patrol a fighting chance. That river isn't doing enough. Maybe just put more alligators and snakes in the river that's already there. How about that? Can we meet you halfway? Meet you halfway. Okay, look, we're not going to build a new river and fill it with snakes, but we are going to pour tons of snakes into the Rio Grande. (laughs) Okay? And then we'll shoot you in the legs. President... What is the matter with you? <laughs> oh, Donnie. <laughs> oh, 
Mr. President, I'm speaking to you as a friend. What is the matter with you? (laughs) (laughs) He's really reaching out. This is an intervention. Of what he wanted his barrier to look like, including spiked steel slats. Seriously, Mr. President? What is the matter with you? <laughs> a moat full of snakes? Yes. Or alligators? Yes. Yes. That's some Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> come on. I mean, he wants the snakes and the alligators. I mean, come on. Come on. Who the hell is this guy? With the spikes and the piercing of human flesh and the shooting in the legs. I mean, <laughs> this is just crazy. I mean, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, it's not funny, but it's just laughing. It's funny. It is funny. The mind boggles. It boggles. Although something about that sounds familiar. Mm. Yes. They said we needed to triple the border patrol. Or now they're going to say we need to quadruple the border patrol. Or they'll want a higher fence. Maybe they'll need a moat. Oh, Maybe nice. They want alligators in the moat. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know this. This is fantastic. <laughs> See? That's a fucking great idea. Even Obama said so. <laughs> They'll never be satisfied. That's right. That's right. You you get it. You get it. Nobody, we're not going to be satisfied until we get our moat with our alligators and our snakes. And if that doesn't work, shoot them in the goddamn legs. Thank you. Finally, somebody is saying it how it is. Finally, Don Lemon is explaining what the people want. And the people want a moat filled with alligators. They've been wanting it ever since Barack Obama. And they continue to want it today. There you go. It's about time. Vote one for the moat. I vote for moat, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) There you have it. How the hell that snuck through last week, I've got no idea. But I thank you very much for Don Lemon for picking that one up. That was, ladies and gentlemen, that was... Lemon tree, very pretty, and a lemon flowery sweet. But the fruit of the poor is impossible to eat. Lemon tree, very pretty, and a lemon flowery sweet. But the fruit of the poor is impossible to eat. There you have it. Don Lemon. Fantastic stuff. We need a moat. <laughs> All right. Uh, impeachment. Um, Joy Reid invited a few of her girlfriends over for a little bit of a chat over some cake and coffee and discuss how much that they don't like Donald Trump. And one of them came up with an idea on how you can remove the whole administration in one fell swoop, which will be fun. If Mike Pence were to become the head of state, Mike Pence is as deeply involved as Donald Trump is. Ah. So you really don't change anything if yep. Mike Pence is in place and if all of the other people that were involved, all of the conspirators remain in place and you still particularly have William Barr, yep. who is somebody who is completely now uh, out of the, the, the realm of being the, pres- the, the public's lawyer right. and just acting as um, we just heard Elizabeth Holtzman say to deep six investigations right. against Trump okay. and to raise investigations against his 
enemies. You're right. How does anything change if Donald Trump is no longer at the top of this uh, sort of, you know, web of corruption? But the top of the web of corruption. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a snapshot what the what government would be like if it were run by uh, the women of MSNBC. <laughs> Pence is then at the top of it. Well, I think a couple of things happen. One, the American voters will actually see, and I remain sort of a Pollyanna, that I believe facts ultimately matter. Really? And that, in fact, even 20 Republican senators might come to their senses and say, the country is at risk if I don't vote this way. Don't you love, don't you love it? No, the voters will do what I tell them to do. I, I am a Pollyanna. I believe that facts matter. So I think 20 Senate Republicans will come to their senses and they will get rid of Donald Trump for us because, and then we will explain to the voters why you can't have your moat, your moat-making, alligator-filling, shooting-in-the-leg migrant guy president anymore. We will tell you why you can't have your president. So I believe that the, the politicians will remove this guy and then we'll explain to the voters and then they'll see you see, because they're watching MSNBC. They're watching shows like this. So it's on us to explain to the voters why you can't, you can't have a president that wants to shoot migrants in the legs to slow them down. You can't have that. You can't have the guy who wants to build a fence with spikes on it that could, quote, pierce human flesh. You can't have that guy. So we had to take rid of him for... Let's see, I think we should do away with this whole voting thing. I think, I think what we can all agree on here is that the voters are too irresponsible. The voters, like, we gave them a little bit of freedom, we gave them a little bit of power, and they went mad with it like kids do. And I mean, it's like if you hand a kid a bar of chocolate and say, just have one square, don't be surprised if they eat the whole chocolate and they upset their little tummies before dinner. So you upset your tummy. You ate the whole chocolate. So I think it's time to do away with this voting thing because we can't have the voters deciding when they are so obviously so stupid. They, the voters are so dumb they had to go and pick a guy like Donald Trump. I mean, we can't allow that to happen again. So get rid of voting and then we will decide from now on who the president should be. And after we remove him for you because you don't understand the big mistake that you've made out there, that's the other thing too. Like, you think you like him, but you only think you like him because you're so ignorant. You only think you like him because you haven't had it explained to you how racist and sexist you are yet, effectively. So once we explain to you how racist and sexist you are, once we explain to you why you can't have the things that you want and why we need to take things off you because you've been very irresponsible with your little bit of freedom, uh, then you'll see that we've made the right choice. Don't you think a world run by the women of MSNBC would be a wonderful world? Imagine, you wouldn't have to think about anything ever again. Mummy Joy and the other mummies on MSNBC will tell you what to do. They'll pat you on the head when you behave, when you say the right things, when you do, do a good job. If you don't step out of line, it's like, am, am, am I a racist? Yes, you are, sweetie. Very good. Very good. Would you like a lolly? Yes, please. Thank you. Um, Mummy, can we have a border with alligators and snakes and like big spikes that will like like crush people and they try to jump over and impale their human flesh? Can we shoot them in the legs? No, sweetie, we can't do that. That's not allowed. That's not ah. But I want one. You can't have it. Silly young man. 
silly young lady. Okay, that's it. No more presidents for you. No more presidents for you until 2050, until you learn your lesson. And the facts are clear. And I think in this case, we have very clear facts. There is, and Liz and I talked about this before the show. Give me the facts. You could impeach Pence first. The problem is... (laughs) What's Pence done? (laughs) We're just impeaching everybody now. Well, see, the way to get around, I love the thought that they've put into this. Don't worry about Pence replacing Donald Trump. What we'll do is we'll replace Pence first. Ah, ah, genius. How the hell did she come up with that? You know, Joy, a lot of people out there are really worried if Mike Pence would take over the presidency after we remove Donald Trump. What do you say to that? Well, I think it's easy. We just impeach Pence as well. Yay! (laughs) Don't forget William Barr. Oh, we're not forgetting William Barr. We're going to impeach him too. Let's just impeach everyone. We'll impeach everybody until there are only Democrats left. And then there will be justice. And then there will be tolerance and progress. Finally. Finally. Ladies and gentlemen. Finally, we will have the kind of world that we've always deserved. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Poppy Lane's like, wait, what? (laughs) Why are we getting rid of Pence? (laughs) Is, and Liz and I talked about this before the show, you could impeach Pence first. The problem is that Donald Trump then has to name his replacement. (laughs) But I think that maybe a deal could be struck where he Ah. was told, if you don't make a replacement, then Nancy Pelosi does become president. (laughs) (laughs) This is what they say. So this is their wily scheme. This is their grand plan, okay? On MSNBC, the plan is uh, we impeach President, uh, we impeach Vice President Pence first. We get rid of him first. And then we make a deal with Donald Trump to say, okay, if you agree not to name a replacement so Nancy Pelosi can take over when we impeach you, then that will be fine. And I imagine Donald Trump go, oh, really? That sounds great. I can't wait. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Joy. I really feel like I'm getting out of this really easily. You know, Donald, if you agree to just step aside and not name a replacement for Mike Pence when we impeach him for no fucking reason, and when we impeach uh, A.G. Barr for no fucking reason, once we've impeached those two, and then we're, we're going to make a deal with you, we'll leave, we won't send you to prison as long as you agree to allow Nancy Pelosi to become president. And then we got our first female president. Yay! See how easy it is? All this time, you people have been worried about elections and voting and congression, congressional hearings and committee hearings and... Uh, the you know the the electoral college and protocols and the constitution you've been wasting your fucking time honestly see don't you feel bad like don't you feel like you've been robbed all this time you could have just been appointing people to be president you could have just you could have just impeached everybody it's like okay this one's the president now you didn't even have to go through with election day think of all the money think of all the time you would have saved Going to the going to the election booth once every four years. Think of all the time. Wow.
Lucky you. Lucky now you know. Now the good people at MSNBC are instructing you. And don't worry, you'll get used to the idea. You will like it. You will like what we tell you to like. So we're going to impeach uh, Vice President Pence. We're going to impeach Donald Trump. And we're going to make a deal with Trump to say, okay, now Nancy Pelosi becomes the president. Just like that. It was so easy. It's just so easy. (laughs) Who knew? So let's let's go back to our political expert on MSNBC. <laughs> you are going to be impeached and convicted. Yeah. You need to make this replacement so that the proper party contains the uh, remains party. in power. Um, I also just that, that, look. Nobody, nobody is even saying a word against it. Not one single person. That now the proper party can be installed. That that being the Democrats. I just want to add, I'm hearing all these Watergate phrases of deep six and throwing under the bus. And there's also another one of circling the wagons, which is mm. relevant here, yeah. where the White House circled the wagon. Just just wall to wall nodding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you go, girlfriend. You tell her how it is. We're going to replace Pence. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to make a deal with Trump and say, OK, now you install Nancy. Or you going to jail, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> ...and said, we're going to feed them somebody. We have to give up somebody in order to, if we give them the hors d'oeuvre, maybe they won't go for the main course. And that's what's happening here. And there was also a rush into the prosecution offices. Mm. It was who's going to get the best deal by being the first in. Yep. And you had John Dean and Jeb Magruder running yep. to our offices saying, I'll cooperate, I'll cooperate. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing that happened 40 years ago. Great. Gotcha. Thanks for that. There you have it. So easy. So easy to appoint a president now. Forget about voting. You had your chance and you blew it. From now on, we're just going to impeach everybody we don't like and install Nancy Pelosi. Let's just give Nancy Pelosi the job for life. That'll save all the problems, I think. <laughs> Let's get to the climate change. The climate kids are at it again. <clears throat> Who's heard of this Extinction Rebellion group? Uh, they're apparently worldwide. There are literally dozens of them in a few countries. Extinction Rebellion lose control of hose while spraying fake blood on Treasury. Isn't that a wonderful picture? Look at that. Now that's a protest. Somebody in the activist community looked at Peter and said, they don't go far enough. (laughs) We can do better than that. Somebody looked at Peter and said, sure, they strip down naked, cover themselves in animal blood and then get into meat packages with, uh, you know, glad film over the top of them. To simulate being a, a slice, to simulate being a cold cut on the street, to speak truth to power when it comes to animal rights. But I think we can do better than that. Why don't we fill a fire truck with blood and then just like spray it all around on a public road? That's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna win the battle. That's how we're gonna win the hearts and minds. Environmental activists have sprayed almost three and a half thousand pints of fake blood outside Her Majesty's Treasury in London. Extinction Rebellion used an out-of-service fire engine to spray the blood before holding up a banner reading, Stop Funding Climate Death. (laughs) (laughs) You see, first you had global warming, and that wasn't going far enough. So then we had climate change, and that worked for about a decade, maybe a decade and a half. People were on board with climate change. 
But, you know, the edge has just come off climate change just a little bit over the last few years. People aren't as scared about climate change as they need to be. I think we need something else, something new, something with more pizzazz, something with a bit of X factor. I know. How about we call it climate death? Great job, Lewis. Fantastic. Somebody, somebody get that guy a decaf cappuccino immediately. Well done. Climate death, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> it needs more impact. And now all of a sudden, people who have been climate change deniers. Well, you can't, you can't deny death. Everybody's going to have to die. Oh my God, they're right. They've got me. How the hell do you, how the hell couldn't I see this coming? At one point, the hose spraying the red liquid lost control. <laughs> Look, even, even the wording here is disingenuous. The hose spraying the liquid lost control. Oh, it was spraying itself, was it? <laughs> the hose just got up out of the truck and started spraying and it lost. It just took off down the road. No, no. I think what you mean to say is the people spraying the hose lost control of it. The hose didn't just lose control. It's not a sentient being. There are no hose rights. Rights for hose, by the way. Hose for life. Spraying some activists in the face as it snaked across the road in front of the government building in Westminster. We have to see this video. <laughs> we have to see climate activists getting sprayed in the face with their own bloody hose. Let's have a look. Jesus. Hey, there it goes. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, they they it's pretty full on. They've got a fire truck and they started spraying this fake blood onto the side of the building, but they only kept hold of the hose for about two and a half seconds before it overpowered them. I suspect because they're severely malnourished and don't get enough protein in their diet, not enough nutrients and minerals in their diet, so their bones are very brittle, you see. So once the once the pressure started to ramp up in the hose, it became uncontrollable and it snapped out of their hands and started flinging around. And you saw one guy running away. Sorry sorry if this sounds sexist, but he ran away like a girl who's just seen a spider. Oh my God, it's crazy! <laughs> the brave climate warriors. The brave men and women fighting against climate death, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, this is... This is going to show those fascists. This is going to show those sons of bitches who are funding climate death around the world. This is going to blow some minds. Oh, no, I got a bit on me. It's gross. Get it off. Get it off. Because ah! <laughs> they're so brave, you see. They're fearless. Climate death. Let's have another look here. There it goes. Lost the hose. Oh, go, son. Move. Move, move, move. The, the climate activist is running away. Oh, my God, it's gross. And there's an old guy who you presume was just walking down the street, casually minding his own business. He doesn't look to be part of the protest at all. He just casually saunters away as the hose is spraying him. I don't know what all the fuss is about. You know, back in my day, we used to get sprayed in the face with blood hoses all the time. Why don't you stop running away like a girl? There he goes. Oh, control your hose, mate. Put a leash on your hose. Still can't get it. 
yes. Protest fail. We have to look at that again. If you're listening to the podcast, you're missing out here. <laughs> so the old guy, he was part of it. He apparently just moves very slowly. <laughs> again, malnourishment, you see. Doesn't get enough vitamins and minerals in his diet. Needs a steak. Get yourself get yourself some pork, brother. Get some pork on your fork. Maybe you'll be able to hang on to that hose. So <laughs> he goes over to try to retrieve the hose. And he, you think he's got a good grip on it, but he gets it between his knees. He does that move, you know, where he tries to subdue the wild hose. At no point does anybody at the fire truck end think of just turning it off and getting another grip. That would have been the smart play. That would have been my first move. Hey, why are we trying to catch the hose that's spraying out three and a half thousand pints of fake blood? Why don't we just turn it off at the tap first? <laughs> but I guess that's why they're fighting for climate death, you see. Because they, they, they skipped all that school doing the protests. They didn't think. They didn't think, well, maybe we could just turn the pressure off. Let's solve that problem. So he does the move where the hose is flipping around wildly like a cut snake. He gets it between his knees and he thinks he's got a good grip on it. But then just when you think you've got a good grip, aha, the hose knows, ladies and gentlemen, the hose knows. And it whips back and starts hammering him in the face. Just a torrent of blood right in the mush. It's fantastic. Here he goes. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, and then they give up and just let the hose spray the blood out onto the street. Good job. And then you see three people in suits apparently doing something on top of the fire truck now that all the blood is on the ground. Well done. Fighting against climate death, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be blood in the streets come hell or high water. <laughs> uh, the same group down here in Australia, ladies and gentlemen, have threatened to shut down the airports. I See, when I first heard that uh, this climate change, this, this climate change group, well, they're actually more like a doomsday cult, to be fair. When I heard that they were threatening to shut down airports, I was genuinely concerned because I'm like, think of the commerce. What about all of the people who are going on holidays who will not be able to reach their destination in a timely fashion? Millions will be inconvenienced. People will lose money. Freight will not be able to get to the stores from the airports. Oh my God, this is horrifying. But after seeing that video, I was like, ha ha ha, okay, you're going to shut down the airport. <laughs> okay, good luck. <laughs> it's not like there's a... Uh, it's not like there's security, heavy-handed security at the airports these days. Oh, they'll just let you march in and start spraying fake blood all over the terminal. I'm sure you'll be fine. You'll be able to just wander around doing your little protests. Nobody will stop you. They don't take security too seriously at the airports these days. Hey, just wander in. You'll be fine. Go get them, champ. Go get them, tiger. Cities across the nation are set to be swarmed by protesters swarmed. from climate group Extinction Rebellion over the coming week. Brendan Smith is in Brisbane. Uh, Brendan, what's happening where you are? Of course, Brisbane's been the epicentre of this sort of uh, protest uh, for the past few months. 
Yeah, it has indeed, Chris. Well, we've got a crowd of around 300 people gathering Ooh. here in Musgrave Park at South Bank. They're about to march from here across to Queen's Park in the CBD. Right. They are, of course, sticking with their message and are calling for a number of governments to declare a climate emergency and do okay. more about climate change in action. This is right. part of an international week of rebellion through Extinction Rebellion. They say they will be causing more... I do love, I do find it kind of sick that uh, the kids these days have been taught to rebel in a certain way. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, boys and girls, uh, we're getting, we're, all of the planning is going really well for our week of rebellion. If we could all meet in Musgrave Park at 8pm and then we will march in an orderly fashion to the airport. <laughs> Don't be late. Yay, I'm rebelling against things. <laughs> Now, folks, do exactly as your team leader instructs you. We need to be moving as one. There is no space for rebellion here in the rebellion group. Okay? We are going to rebel by following the rules that I am laying out for you. So everybody meet here. Okay, can we get can we get the men on this side, the women on that side? Who has the banners? Who's been on banner duty? Okay, we need to get you to come to the front, please. You will lead us in the march. We're going straight down this street here and then we're taking the third left. We can't have you all wandering up to the airport in your own time. Just because it's a rebellion doesn't mean that there aren't rules to follow. The best rebellions are always the ones where people follow the rules, okay? Yay! I'm a rebel. Yes, of course you are, sweetie. Of course you are. <laughs> You're a big rebel. <laughs> You're rebelling against the man. He's standing up for things. He's so brave. All peak hour delays throughout the week, including closing down William Jolly Bridge here in Brisbane on Friday. On Friday, There has also been fears that there could be uh, potential drone um, drones used near the Brisbane airport oh, to ground all domestic and international good. flights if a drone is flown within five kilometres of the airport. There's a law here. If you um, flash a laser pointer at an airplane, you can get years in prison for that here in, in this country. So I hope they I hope they send a few drones up because that'll take out a few of them. <laughs> that'll be that'll mean a, a less a less that'll mean less protesters for the next rebellion protest. And dozens of protesters have been arrested today as clients. Ah. <laughs> so this was the next day. This was the next day after the protest. Yes, stunning and brave, Karen, exactly. <laughs> I'm an activist. Rebe <laughs> Rebelling against things and stuff. Remember the stuff and the things? I mean, we got to stop this guy. He's doing like, uh, you know, like a whole bunch of crazy stuff out there. And, and don't forget about the things, you know, the things that he does with the stuff. You know those things? Lots of stuff out there. ...to create chaos across the country. Chaos. New South Wales police have confirmed 30... Chaos. I didn't even know it was happening. Did not even know. <laughs> I didn't know until I jumped on the Sky News website. Wait a minute. There was chaos? Where the hell was this chaos? Oh, my God. They're shutting down airports? What the fuck is going on? And it's like, ah, oh, it's just 100 kids. <laughs> just 100 kids being corralled into one place at one time and then getting arrested. And it's like, well, job done. That was there was the end of the there was the end of the chaos.
It was over just as it began. People were taken into custody. Oh my God, you can't arrest me. It's not In Sydney's CBD, over alleged offences ranging from uh, obstructing traffic to disobeying directions. Yeah. Today's rally, organised by the group Extinction Rebellion, saw hundreds of people march across Sydney and other cities as well. The demonstrations were widespread uh, in Perth, in Melbourne, in Brisbane. It's nice to belong to a group, isn't it? So are you going out with your friends? Are you doing the Extinction Rebellion thing again today? Yes, Mum. Will you be home by dinner or should I leave it in the oven for you? Just leave it in the oven. That'll be fine. This is the start of a week-long series of protests in Brisbane. Six Goody, a whole week of this. I can't wait. I might take a week off work. Be glued to the television. People were arrested as they called on the government to do more to tackle climate change. Cleo's in Brisbane. She said the police had to help them to get organised. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you call this a riot? Why don't you throw a bottle or something? <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on, mate. You call this a protest? Fucking hell, mate. Nah, you walk on that side of the road. Go back with your little mates. Don't walk over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here in Canberra as well, hundreds of people brought traffic to a standstill. Uh, it doesn't happen terribly often. Ah, see, it's a it's a protest about climate change, but there is the uh, colonisation protest flag for some reason. Apparently, colonisation is a result of climate change. Believe it or not. Send all the white people back to Europe and that'll fix climate change. Gotcha. Terribly often in Canberra, but they managed to shut down the Commonwealth Avenue Bridge. Today's protests, in fact, begin two weeks of planned demonstrations. Organisers say they two won't stop now. until they're satisfied. <laughs> oh, you'll stop before then, trust me. A lot of you look like your 18, 19-year-old kids with an assortment of boomers in there trying to relive the 60s. Uh, you'll stop, trust me. Uh, if this is your first foray into political ideology, you are going to be bitterly disappointed every single day for the rest of your life, regardless of what you believe in. You are never going to get everything that you want, ever. Never, ever, ever when it comes to politics. So if you want to keep this up for the next week or so, then, you, then you're going to be like, oh, man, I really need to get back to work. You know, the boss said if I miss another day for this climate thing, then I better not show up on Monday. And you'll be back there and you'll tell each other that you made a difference. You'll tell each other that you made a big difference and then you spoke truth to power. Did you see? We were on the news they shut down the highway because of us. Somebody was 15 minutes late to work that day because of what we're doing to fight the man. We have four demands. The first is climate action. Fucking religious zealots. Jesus, go back to the pub and leave the kids alone. <laughs> I would go back to the pub, but these idiots are laying in the middle of the street. I can't get to the pub now. So now I've got nothing else to do. The second is preserve biodiversity. The third is tell the truth about the climate crisis that we're in. And tell the fourth the is dismantle colonial systems of oppression because we know that we need to do that to have a safe climate future. Uh, she snuck that in there, didn't she? She just, just slipped that one in. We need to dismantle, what was it? Dismantle colonial systems of oppression in order to ensure a safe climate future. Don't you think that's drawing a kind of a long bow there? It's like, okay, we have we have some demands. Okay, let me hit them. Yeah, I know you meant them. I was just joking around with you. 
so we I know you tell us your demands. Hit hit me. What have you got? Okay, well I think we should use less fossil fuels. Okay. Well that sounds fair enough. All right. What else? Well, I think we should clean up the waterways. Great. Great idea. Okay, what else you got? Uh there should be less pollution. Good, good. Okay, that's all very reasonable. And your last demand? Uh yes, we should undo colonization because fuck white people. They're the ones that have caused climate change. Ah, right. Okay. Tell you what, I'll get my secretary give you a call. <laughs> now, you stay by the phone. When, as soon as we come up with a, a working plan for, uh, what did you call it? Unraveling the colonizational systems of oppression, which cause climate crisis. Yeah, when, when we get onto that, uh, I'll give you a call and I'll let you know. And then that way you can get off the freeway. Okay, we've got a deal. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay. This one was shared by Amber. Oh, no, this wasn't shared by Amber. Where's the one that was shared by Amber? Here we go. Just a couple more articles to see us out for the day, I think. Because, like I said, this could go right off the rails. Man sues Apple because his iPhone told him to try being gay... And now he can't quit. <laughs> Apple made me gay. <clears throat> this could be a landmark. This could be a landmark court decision. Let's see what happens. A Russian man has sued Apple because an iPhone app allegedly convinced him to try being gay. And now he can't get out. Why don't you just put a penis in your mouth? Have you ever thought about it? I mean, you know, maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. There's a lot of disinformation out there about being gay. Maybe you'll like it. Just try it once. See how you go. See how you go. It'll be fine. What the hell is... I've got to get this app. I've got to see what this is for myself. <laughs> sounds sounds like it. Sounds like it's got a lot of, uh, you know, powers of convincing people. Can, can convince people to do anything. The man identified as D. Razmulov sued the tech giant on September 20 in Moscow's Pronimsky district. Ugh, pardon my pronunciations. I butchered it. He claimed that he turned homosexual after ordering Bitcoin on the iPhone app in 2017. Bitcoin! The Govorit Moskva radio station reported last week. Razmulov said that instead of the non-gay cryptocurrency he wanted, he received one called Gaycoin. <laughs> I didn't, know this. I didn't know there was a gay coin. <laughs> there is a cryptocurrency for everything right now. Reminds me of one that was going around a few years ago, actually. If I could just go off track. One that I thought was very funny when I first saw it. Okay, here you go. In today's society... Millions of people are plagued by a lack of ability to give a fuck. Underlying this epidemic is perhaps an even greater problem. There is no universal standard for the valuation of one fuck. That is why we created Finally Usable Crypto Karma, or Fuck Token. With our Ethereum-based cryptocurrency... See, he accidentally bought the gay coin, but what he really wanted was a fuck token. I don't care who gives me the fuck token, man or woman, but I definitely don't want a gay coin. 
We have constructed a peer-to-peer -peer ecosystem where fucks can be readily distributed through tips on social media platforms. You laughed at a shitpost on Reddit. Show them your appreciation by giving a fuck or two. <laughs> the best part is you have full control over how you allot your fucks. If a comment or a post is not fuckworthy, simply give no fucks. I don't give no fucks. Our Reddit fuck token bot is now live to the public and fucks are being given and received every minute. Welcome to a world where everyone gives a fuck. Visit <laughs> fucktoken.io and start giving a fuck today. It's very clever. <laughs> I like it. It's an actual coin. It's not worth much. I think it's worth like 0.01 cent per fuck token. So it never really quite took off. But it's out there. It's out there floating around. People have fucks to give. And if you want a fuck, you need to get in touch with them. But let's get back to our accidentally gay... Uh, so he received, uh, he wanted Bitcoin, but he got gay coin instead, along with a note saying, don't judge until you try. That simple message unleashed forbidden thoughts that would destroy his life, he said. If it, look, man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody's told you this yet, but if all it takes is, hey, maybe you should try this. If all it takes for you to hear that, if, if all it takes is for you to hear that one sentence, and then you start wanting to have sex with other men. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to let you know. You were always gay. <laughs> You've always been gay. <laughs> it's like I was just a perfectly straight dude, man. I was going out banging like four chicks every weekend, man. I love ass. I love titties. Ass, ass, and titties. And then I got a gay coin, and it said, "Why don't you try being gay?" And now I just, I'm just not happy unless I'm having sex with men. It's all the app's fault. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you were a gay man before this. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. I thought this is the guy. I thought, in truth, how can I judge something without trying? I just, I thought I'd try gay sex. You never know. I decided to try same-sex relationships, he recounted in the lawsuit. Now I have a boyfriend, and I do not know how to explain this to my parents. <laughs> Just tell them the truth, mate. <laughs> Just tell them the truth. Dad, Mum, I've got something to tell you. Um, Oh, my God, you're not gay, are you? No, 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 no. I'm definitely straight. I was tricked into being gay by an app. <laughs> not my fault i'm not gay the app told me to have sex with me i got i got cryptocurrency online and the app said i should try sucking a penis and then i just like i was like oh well okay i better do what the app says and now i've got a boyfriend and i don't know what to do help me help me yes people in the chat saying i don't want to live in this world anymore oh it gets better don't worry how about a good news story? How about a story about redemption, ladies and gentlemen? Because even though that might sound offensive to the gay community, that somebody can just be tricked into being gay by an iPhone app, uh, what's even more offensive to the LGBT community is what a lady names her chickens. Transhender cock. Woman forced to apologise to LGBT community, all of them, apparently. Isn't that interesting? 
Woman forced to apologise to LGBT community after naming rooster who laid an egg girl boy. I thought that would be embracing to name a rooster girl boy. It's not gender specific, right? It's not It's not patriarchal. Although the chicken community is very patriarchal. The rooster kind of rules the roost, as they say. A cock rescued from slaughter has sparked an online controversy by laying an egg. The rooster, complete with spurs, mainly wattles and a comb, manly wattles and a comb, had been living as a bloke. Uh, has been living as a bloke after its new life began. There is the handsome girl boy. But three weeks after, there was a major surprise when he laid an egg. The bird was temporarily called girl boy in order to respect its broad identity. But a problem arose when Barbara Ladek at Coe Dawn's Northern Ireland Battery Hen Rescue Sanctuary. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the the kindly elderly women who work at the Battery Hen Rescue Sanctuary are now bigoted, are now transphobic, are now homophobic zealots who need to be taught a fucking lesson online. How dare you? Because <laughs> if there's nothing I like seeing more than... There's nothing I like seeing more than seeing kindly old women who rescue chickens that nobody wants anymore being brought to brutal online justice. She, she asked a Facebook uh, supporters group to come up with a better name. One man, one man, got in touch with Barbara and raised concerns over how the transitioning sex issue was being handled for a chicken. For a chicken. This <laughs> Like, do we do we pray for climate change at this point? Like, if the if the extinction people are correct, do we just merely accelerate it so we can just let's just burn the whole earth and maybe the microbes and the bacteria will will start a new new society that will fix all of these wrongs? Is that where we're at now? Like, should we seriously pray for the end of the world? Should we pray for an asteroid at this point? I'll repeat. But a problem arose when Barbara Ladek at Coe Downs Northern Ireland Battery Hen Rescue Sanctuary asked Facebook supporters to come up with a better name. One man got in touch with Barbara and raised concerns over how the transitioning sex issue was being handled. Kind-hearted animal lover, Bar- lover Barbara, who added Mama Hen to her name by deed poll, responded to the private message with a public apology. She deleted the post and renamed the bird herself. An online controversy, ladies and gentlemen, apparently started by one guy. One man. Ladek told us she got a message showing concern that we are disrespecting the transgender community. She got accused of disrespecting the transgender community because she named a chicken Girl Boy. Uh. <laughs> what do you even say at this point? What do you even do? He said some of them uh, said they see posts like this sometimes and it makes them feel isolated. If you're feeling isolated by what people name their chickens, that is a you problem, sir. Like, we can't help you here. The rest of society has nothing for you. We have nothing to offer you. 
We have no, we have nothing that we can give you at all to make you feel comfortable. If somebody who works at a hen rescue sanctuary names their chicken girl boy, you see it on Facebook and start to feel offended and isolated from society. Maybe you are isolated from society because I don't know many people that would get upset over what people name their fucking chickens. So you might be in the tiniest, teeniest, tiniest minority on planet Earth. The minority that gets upset by what strangers name their chickens. I'm sorry, we can't help you. You will forever be an isolated community at this point. Because we, you are not going to convince the rest of society that they should run past, they should run by you their chicken names first to make sure that you're not offended by them. Somebody that they've never met, somebody that has no contact with the chickens whatsoever. Fuck. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> if I got a message like that, like if I named a chicken girl boy, and it's like, ah, it's funny because we thought it was a boy, but it was actually a girl. So we named him girl boy. If I got a message like that in my inbox and was like, do you realize that uh, this can be seen as very offensive to the transgender community? I think I would give it a bit of Don Lemon and be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously there's something wrong with you, but I mean, what's really wrong with you? <laughs> why are you talking to me? Who the fuck are you? Why are you, why are you here? I don't know who you are. I don't care what you, th who the hell are you? Seriously, delete your account. <laughs> In a response online, she wrote, quote, I would like to apologize to anyone who felt that the post was being disrespectful to LGBTQ. Literally no one. Just one guy. The former bank worker added, Taking this into consideration, I've just chosen a name from the list and girl boy is now called Rainbow. We had to... <laughs> Let the pandering continue. Please. What list? Did she get a list of LGBTQ approved chicken names? Is there such a list? If there is such a list, if any of you are out there in the uh, LGBTQ chicken community, I want specifically LGBTQ chicken people, not your average LBG, LGBTQ people who don't give a fuck about chickens. I'm not interested in you. I want to know about the chicken farmers. <laughs> so if there is a list out there going around circulating on the interwebs, of pre-approved LGBTQ-friendly chicken names, I need to have this list immediately. <laughs> and if you could track that down and send it to me, at Boogie Bumper, I would be most grateful. Because I think we can have some fun with that. <laughs> Barbara added, Rainbow is a beautiful name, and we can respect her issues in, how, in our hearts. Now the chicken has issues. The chicken has issues. What audacity to say that the chicken has issues, and not the person who gets upset by what you call the chicken. Ah, oh, poor old dear. You can't apologize to these people. Name your chickens what you want or you will forever be naming them what somebody else wants. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, we're a brave, flourishing, modern society, ladies and gentlemen. If we're not spraying fake blood all over the streets, we're renaming our, our chickens to be more LGBTQ friendly. We might be gay if we download the right app and it tells us to go suck a dick, even though we've never thought about doing it before. You never know. Who knows, right? Don't judge it till you try it. And if all of that doesn't uh, tickle your pickle, then surely the moat filled with alligators and snakes 
where we shoot the migrants in the legs to slow them down so they can be scooped up <laughs> by Border Patrol. Well, that will certainly get you over the line to keep living on in the future. Keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> Follow Q says, scope went from 90 to 60, just like that. <laughs> I love to end on a sour note. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m., I hope you have a lovely night. Be sure to follow our friends at Real Person PLTCS, at ChrisMC44, and of course at YCensored underscore. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to rename my cock, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogie bumper. Until tomorrow night, guys, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye.